This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So, Kathy, Kenny, who was Mimi Mimian. from Drew Garrison, Drew, Drew Garrison, she tossed me the shovel and says, start digging. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to be digging. Digging for? Or, I, or, yeah. or for, yes. I, but I just make a nice hole, finish it. She shoots me with a gun. Oh, my. And, and did she? What did she think that was going to do? I, to this day, have no idea. But what happened... Uh, it sort of. I did a spin. Of course, there's a bullet coming at you. But the wind of it, it was so made it so windy, and I was so surprised that I did fall into the hole. And then I go to sleep. I wake up. I'm so dirty. Mm. There's dirt all over me. Heavy dirt from the wind just blew it back in. I guess nobody knows. Mm. I haven't spoken to Kathy. At this point, I've seen her from my car and I yell out to her trying mm. to get her attention. Yeah. But she didn't look. She was listening to yes, something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't hear it, so I don't know what it was. But anyway, so I'm underground. And um, so I made friends with a family of worms and they created kind of a straw for me to um, breathe. Yeah, and speak to the people walking by the woods. The, yeah, the 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 over the overlords is what is what we call them. When you live in the ground, mm-hmm. you call humans who walk on the surface of the earth the overlords. That's right. And then one of them dig you out. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Line. Back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up? What up? It's. Nice to be back. I'm back from. You're back, and I'm back, mm-hmm. and you were, and you were in another part of the country, and I was in a different country entirely, and we didn't mm-hmm. want to scare people, so we didn't necessarily say, "Hey, this is where we are." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but now we're here, and we made it safe. Mm-hmm. I did say where I was. I said a bunch of times. You but it said sounds like where you, you were, would like and to. I said yes, and I yeah. didn't say, and I'd like mm-hmm. to keep it a secret because mm-hmm. I don't want to scare everyone. Um, it looks like you're getting a phone call, and it's a 310. That's like a Beverly Hills area code. Yeah. Maybe you, that's an agency. Yeah, you should recognize it. Mm-hmm. And that seems like it's an agency. So um, that is cool that you got that call, but even cooler is that we're both here, and we're in the studio, and we're having this fun time talking and seeing you again, and I haven't seen you, and I miss your mm-hmm. face, Booby. I miss your face. Yes. And it's so nice of Engineer Cody to so we wouldn't feel uncomfortable and think that anything has changed somehow in the time we were away to be to be covered in poison oak. Um, yes, it was. Uh, 
Tell you what was I, that? What a, just happened? As a kindness, the oh. uh, the other engineer came in to get the camera. That's an engineer. I've never seen that man in my life. He's a new one. A new engineer. A new yeah. white male engineer. Get out of well, here! You guys that? hired another white male engineer. Caucasian. Way to stand up to the pressure. Yes, I feel like people have been really, really pushing for you to get someone who's even a quarter Hawaiian. Spoiler, we're going to talk about the movie Aloha. But but anything different at all, and, and just a, a white female would have been interesting, but you guys are standing firm, and I admire the strength that Even someone take. with blonde or black hair would have been something that you know that would have been considered some kind of genetic differentiation from somebody the, with a club foot from the mousy brown thing that you guys are always bringing to the table but so I, what you're trying to differentiate yourself and be the poison oak engineer now yeah no i uh really hit my life right now guys got it all over my body just oiled up what did you think was going to happen i don't i i when you chose to tumble through the poison oak patch, what did you think was going to happen? I don't know that it was my choice so much as I may have been pushed. Mm, well, you know what Freud says about getting pushed. There are no pushes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, as much as we are being happy today, we're also being very pissed. Mm. Uh, and I hope I'm speaking loud enough that people outside can hear me and maybe do something about it because it's people who work in this very office that I'm being pissed at today. Last week, we officially took over the Rotten Tomatoes podcast and annexed it, and it's now our podcast. And it now belongs to Wolfcool, and, and Sean and Hayes are the beloved hosts of said podcast. Now we f- we find out that the old host, who are the guys who are doing it who, before? I'm sorry, I was writing an email. Dude. Just now. Why so do you what do was... this? Why do you wake me? I wouldn't have had to know that. You could have hidden it. You don't have to put Vice News in my ear feed. You don't have to tell me you're writing an email. All of this you could do surreptitiously. Mr. Cody, why? Bad engineer. Now, who is it? Bingo and Bongo? Who are these two frickin' frack mother frickers who host this uh, Rotten Tomatoes podcast? I don't know who they are, but they've made me so because they, it, it, it turns out that they have continued to do the show. Imagine my surprise when I see a show with the same name as my show, Rotten Tomatoes, come out new episode this week, even though I already told him it's mine, and it's talking about movies too. So in order to really just make it absolutely crystal clear that this is our podcast now we do it we're gonna do two episodes which is more than they did yeah and so here's one episode and it's called aloha and i gave you a little hint we might talk about it earlier now this movie Hayes, tell me what you think uh i didn't see this movie but neither did any of the people who are looking for reviews of it, so they are talking to a guy they can trust. This because, is someone they can relate because to. Because I'm like them. But I love island, all island stuff. Uh, I'm I, on island time. I mean, relax. Mm-hmm. I'm on island time. 
I love being at Hawaii. I love the guys there. They and people get sort of when you call them Oompa Loompas, people that don't know the culture get very weird, but that is actually what they're called. They're not the same as the cartoon ones, but that is based on those guys. It's from yes, it's inspired by it's it's like when you um see a drawing of a bird. Mm-hmm. And it's that's based on a real bird normally. Um uh Daffy Duck. That's a real duck that is based on it. There is a duck somewhere. Yes. That's the real one. I so, love the shimmy that they do up the tree when you make them get the coconuts one at a time and when all the coconuts are gone. Coconut water. I mean, is it coconut the perfect nourishment? It's better than regular water because it's got a banana mixed up in it as well for potassium. Yes, that is the best part of coconut water is a lot of people don't know how they make it. And they do smish up a banana, which is how it gets so healthy. And so those aspects are great. And so and too of often movie. too often when you uh, go for a review for a movie, you are talking to someone you can't relate to, some elitist who's seen the movie and is lording that over you. Mm-hmm. Now, Hayes was kind enough to not see it at all. I couldn't resist seeing some pieces of this movie, and I am sorry. So if you don't want to get talked down to, aloha to you, and that means goodbye. And if you do want to hear about it, aloha to you, and that means hello. And what a fun word. Now... Krasinski crackles and stone stuns in Cameron Crowe's epic winning film. Now, I couldn't get enough of the stuff that happened in the movie. Coop was on cruise control, and I mean it in the best possible way, like speed two. He is at the height of his star power and was able to just sort of hang out in a film with fun people, written and directed by the guy who brought you Elizabeth Town. And I don't mean maybe, baby. This movie had so many layers to it. Hawaiian mysticism, the sky, uh, privatized military operations a romance between a man and a woman 20 years his junior who's so clearly 100% white who was playing a quarter Chinese and a quarter Hawaiian and had to talk about that. Uh, Did I mention that Krasinski crackles? I mean, it was so good. And Rachel McAdams in a very likable, relatable character who I don't want to spoil too much, but has chosen to hide an important piece of information from two, uh, well, three people very close in her life for 13 years. So I think. What is it? <laughs> okay, well, spoil people who are afraid of spoilers, take off your headphones. She has a daughter in the movie who is Cooper's daughter, but. Krasinski's been raising her for 13 years, and she hasn't told either of them or her daughter that. Wow. Put them back in. (laughs) Put the head down here. Put the headphones in. And anyone who's sick of Bill Murray doing jokes, we got good news for you. He also is kind of just hanging out in this film. And if you want to understand what's going on, get out of here. Because the dialogue kind of pops in this cool, fun, frenetic way where you don't totally get what's going on for a lot of it. And 
you don't really understand Bradley Cooper's job, and neither does he. So if you get a chance to see Aloha, say Aloha to your $13 up at the ticket counter, and then say Aloha to a fine film with island stylings, and that means hello to it. So... All that said, thanks for tuning in to Rotten Tomatoes. We give this movie 95 I give it 95 tomatoes. I give it one green splat One as well. splat. Mm-hmm. And we also want to talk about, uh, about uh, San Andreas. That's the second episode. This one's called San Andreas. Uh, I did see this movie, um, but it was Avatar. I saw Avatar. It was just the wrong disc? No. I read it. You know, I read the disc. I knew what it was. But I thought maybe... I I was hoping that it was mislabeled or something like that. And then once you kind... Once you dip your toe into Avatar, it's very difficult to extricate yourself from uh, from the world uh, um, pendulum. There's so much depth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's, well... With the glasses, there's literally more depth, and I have the special ones that are sort of fully immersive where you can really put your face right up against the screen, and it's like you're inside. You live inside the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw Sandreas, and I saw in 3D, too, so I did get some depth. And uh, one thing I will say is it's irresponsible to be so scary, and it is too scary. I am in California, and they're exploding big pieces of California with – under the earth. Mm-hmm. Did they say what happened to you? Well, it's heavily implied that I have some real problems. <laughs> Not since the Invisible Man have I been so scared by something that should have been fun. The idea of being invisible, I thought I get to see me invisible sneaking, peeking inside some of the ladies' locker rooms. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened at all in that movie, and it's certainly not what happened in this movie. Wait, what was supposed to be fun about this movie? Dwayne Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Rock Johnson. Dwayne Rock Johnson. Alexander Dario. Mm-hmm. Cooker Jr. Mm. Just a fun cast. Yes, all my friends, and I'm going to go hang out with them in California in the state and cities I love. Mm-hmm. And it's a good season for that as well. It's summertime. Summertime. Hot. Warm. Could have had a picnic. But mm-hmm. instead- That's we'll, what you were hoping to get from this movie. Yes. And instead you became scared. Yes. Well, San, San Andreas means St. Andrea. So I thought maybe we would all go to a church together and then have a picnic. Now, religion mm-hmm. is a cause of most of the wars in the country and yeah. has killed more people in every major disease. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't so stoked on the church part. But for all I knew, we were going to uh, splash around in the holy water and kind of say, guys, let's have a laugh. Let's not take this all so seriously all the time. Mm-hmm. And that might have been a good message for everyone. Instead, I'm not in it. Those guys are, but they're in trouble. They're getting hurt. So I would have to give this movie... Based on the cast, 100 tomatoes. Based on how scary it was, only maybe two or three tomatoes. And how many splats? Oh, gosh. 16. <laughs> so hopefully now it's it's become 
apparent to some people who is doing the podcast of Rotten Tomatoes. And sorry, we we do have a guest coming over. We're about to introduce him, but you do have to say how many tomatoes and how many splats you give San Andreas slash Avatar. Oh yes, I give um, uh, I give San Andreas. 90 special glowing blue tomatoes with the little wispy parts that tangle into each other and now you're bound to the tomato and you can control it. We have a great guest today. Ross Matthews is here coming in to be here on Hollywood Handbook. So at this point... The cork has been pushed all the way into the bottle, and I go, great, now it's ruined. Mm-hmm. But Peekaboo Street, Street yeah. says, hang on just one second. Yeah, yeah. Puts her mouth over the bottle, sucks the cork out in one breath. With with any wine? Did any of the... Not a drop of wine. Just the cork. Spits the cork at a dartboard on the far wall. Almost a bullseye. That's amazing because the dartboard is made of cork as well. Well, and I guess it wanted to go home because it it melded to it so uh, seamlessly. Cody, I did notice you yawned just before you started playing the song. You should be excited about the song. The song's one of the fun parts. You should be happy to hear the song. Is it because you have been doing a lot of Benadryl to treat your poison oak? That, and I'm just tired. Can I say, we have some guests here today. You should warn them that you're covered in poison oak before. I'm covered in poison oak, guys. Did you, Ross, did you touch him? I just, I just, touched, I, I just shook his hand. I'm sorry. Your the, the beginning of your sentence was inaudible. Yeah, because my mic wasn't up yet. I, that's all right. He's you know he's not 100. He's not tip top tonight. That's all right. Sweetie. Well, what you should know is this Can is the best sanitizer? he's ever done. Yes, yes. You should that actually that's filled with the goo from the pussy sores. <laughs> hey, I can do that cork thing. You oh, can really? do that too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I know I've never done it, but I think I could do it. What is the secret to it? You think you gotta uh, you, <laughs> you gotta just commit. You got to believe. <laughs> I think that's my problem is I never believed in myself. I'm always yeah. do when I try to do it. I'm always doing it sort of half-heartedly. No, you got to be all in. Because I'm worried that if I try too hard, that people what you'll will, do it, you'll you'll succeed. You're afraid yeah. of success, and I see that. And then I'll right swallow away. it. Oh, and that then my esophagus will become corked, like, and they'll have to use a cork plugged up. Yeah, don't yeah. knock it till you try. Hi! Hi! I'm so Hi. happy to be here. Thanks oh, for thank having so me. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, you want to introduce, introduce me? Yeah. You want to introduce yeah. me? Yes, and let's go back all the way to the beginning where we say, Hello, and welcome back to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet line by hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? Ross Matthews is here. Hi. What One T. Yeah. What happened to that other one? You know, it's an ancestor thing. You know, they just dropped it. I think so on the Lewis and Clark Trail, they lost one of the T's. Mm-hmm. They lost great grandma too, but they lost one of the T's and we just went with it. So Matthews one T. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sorry about great grandma. That's all right. I never met her. You don't need that extra T. It's you don't. dead weight. You when know? you're typing, think, think if you think about my whole life, added up how many like seconds I've saved not pushing that extra T in Matthews, mm-hmm. if you add it all up. And mm-hmm. what you've done with that time, because I always wonder, how do you do so many things? It's, well, there's the answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't have to type the T. Mm-hmm. You and Sean know each other uh, from, uh, I understand you took a, a a class to learn how to make bagels at home. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, the water out here is no good for it. Um, so we we did take uh, it was. Um, it's a uh, hard water out here. You need yes. a softer water. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Larry King flies in his Brooklyn water, and he teaches a great workshop um, over on Beverly and Martell. And uh, Ross and I just hit it off right away. Because well, we had we the stations. Both. We had the stations next to each other, mm-hmm. and we were both because you can make you could they, they got the mini bagel, or they can do a thicker bagel. I like personally like a thicker bagel, and mm-hmm. so does he. And we were like. Oh my yeah. God! Your bagel's so thick. So yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like, Yours is thick. Too. <laughs> That's what laughing, I said, yes. laughing at all the the thin bagel people. I it's guess. not. I mean, it's not the big difference, but we our bagels were very. They looked a lot alike. They looked strong. Yeah, hearty. M- messy station or clean station. I'm tidy. And he you, keeps his clean and I keep mine messy and we're typical, sort of a natural pairing yeah, in that way. He's messy but I'm clean. Yes. Have you tried the the home recipe? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. How's yeah. it going? It's good. You make them once a week and you sure to leave the dough in the uh, fridge and put it in the oven when you wake up. Mm. And then you eat them or cuz you don't like eating bagels, right? No, I don't I don't eat carbohydrates, but my friends come over, people have them. Mm-hmm. Something to offer, and I've had a lot of fun experimenting with recipes and putting sour gummy worms in there or any kind of crazy uh, adornment you might imagine. Yeah, you didn't pass the class, though. But that was. But he no, was one I of was, the most artistic students. I was invited to leave uh, fairly early into the class, yeah. and um, and you were so kind to sort of text me some of the tips they gave afterwards. Yeah, and pictures. Remember, I would send you. Here's why. Yes, and it felt like I was there, although I was not. Yeah. It was before Periscope. Hey, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah back, so do, you do you remember, remember Periscope? The world is so different now. Uh, Want to feel old? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we used to not use Periscope. What? It's What's just the crazy. last thing you scoped, Ross? Uh, I was playing uh, tr- uh, trivia at a gay bar in Palm Springs. I just drove in from Palm Springs just in time to come here. Get out of here. Yeah, true story. And so I was uh, playing uh, trivia at a gay bar in Palm Springs, and we put the old Periscope on. And then, you know what happened? By the end of the Periscope... People came in who had, were watching me and came and found me, and then we all drank together. And that's desirable. You know, I probably won't do that again, where I, <laughs> I sort of say where I am, but uh, it ended out great this time. I could see how in the future it could end horribly, but this time it ended up super duper. Here I am. This is exactly where I am, and I'm here right now, and yeah. this is what I'm doing. Yeah, that was a mistake in hindsight, but going forward, you know, a little safe. Safer. Yeah, good to learn on sure. one of these ones up in Palm Springs. And if you're going to exactly. tell people where you are, it's good to be near the Salton Sea, yeah. where <laughs> all the best fans are. Stop. Don't you talk d- down about my I Palm said Springs. they were good. You know, I'm there as often every second I can be there. I'm, mm. I'm in Palm Springs. I like an I like a senior citizen. I like um, a early sensible bedtime. And Rat Pack stuff. Eh, not where I go. I mean, I go where the gays are. You don't like the Rat Pack? Uh, you know, it's not my thing. My, I just sold a house, though, that was four houses down from the Sinatra estate. That's a true story. Wow. I know. People can rent it. You can rent it. Are you eating at Norma's when you're there? Norma's at the Parker, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have the breakfast quesadilla. Mm-hmm. That's yes. a true story. Do you go there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get the shrimp frittata, and no doubt about it. I think it was a special. Yeah. That sounds great. I'll get it next time if it's on the menu. Yeah, well, tell him yes. Tell him that you said. Tell him that I said to oh. make the shrimp frittata, and I think they'll really. <laughs> I didn't know. I knew people like who that. knew people. Mm-hmm, yeah, when you're at Norma's, mention it, and then uh, have a few rounds on the bocce court, and uh, tell him I sent you there as well. Okay, thank R- you, Ross. You're so busy these days. Yeah. 
doing podcast. Yeah, I started a podcast 30 weeks ago. Wow. Um, it's called it's called Straight Talk with Ross. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really fun. And it, it's straighttalkwithross.com or Straight Talk with Ross on iTunes. We have big celebrities come in. Chelsea Handler was just on, mm-hmm. Kelly Osborne, um, RuPaul, uh, Chloe Kardashian's coming on next week. And we talk to them and talk talk about my, my POV is on things. And then I, we give advice from like the gay best friend you wish you had and know you need is the tag. And it's like Dr. Laura, mm-hmm. but higher pitched and less uh, horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just a little less judgment. How much less? Like a like hundred percent. Just hundred percent. Like just she's I a little judgy. I don't judge. I mm-hmm. just uh, have an opinion. Well, she is a for real judge, I believe. I listen to her. No, that's just Judy. Unless yes, you're I, right. Yeah, I think that's right. You're right. But I do listen to uh, Dr. Laura on the regs because I like people who have an opinion. I don't need to agree mm-hmm. with you. I just like that you have an opinion. Yeah. Which is why I like you guys, right? Yeah, we definitely have opinions oh, on stuff. Strong say, opinions. Say and something. Name something and we'll take a big stand. Uh, racism. Well, we don't well, really want to touch that Well, it's not really one. the place of That's the joke. That's not a black and white issue, and this is not a, a, a joke on the two races that I named. Okay. We're trying. We don't want to ruffle Okay. We don't want to take a huge uh, position on That's a complicated one. Okay. Homophobia. Okay, uh, okay. Well, see, the show the show's supposed to be a nice show, a fun show, and so we don't really show? like to touch on um, necessarily stands like that. that kind of thing. We do have big opinions, but uh, about small things. What about, okay, well then little I people. Know, little, like, little people. Oh, okay. Should Love they be them. able to get married? <laughs> Why not? You know? I think they're the Doesn't best. Doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. I guess. What, what they do, do in their bedroom is... Knock yourself out, right. and that's and uh, what we, they do in their bedroom is their business, and occasionally my business. I understand. Every oh, once, I understand. Every once in a while, I understand. Mm-hmm. I decide to make it my business. All right, because well, you God. can because you can do that now. Periscope. What a, what an open minded show. Yes, that is something we like to tell people is that where our minds are so wide open and minds are like parachutes. They only function when open. And that sign on my math class when I was young has always stuck with me. Now, we have an intern. Oh, yes. And you were an intern. Yeah, I started in show business as an intern, yeah. Behind the scenes at Leno. Yes. Jay Leno. Yes, Lego. It's Jay Lego. Okay. At The Tonight Show. Uh, we said Leno, but I understand maybe from a different part of the country. And uh, I got I started there 14 years ago and worked my way up. And intern I have intern pride. So whenever mm-hmm. you say this is our intern, I get all excited. I want to meet them and you yeah. Know, say hi. And then and, good luck. and then you're presented with intern Andy, mm-hmm. who was a little late. I was looking forward to meeting Andy. That and was you were kind. A little late. Yes. And what what was the opinion? If you like uh, these strong opinions, what was the opinion on lateness when you were working for well, Jay, the uh, Jay Man? Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. You, if you were late, you were out. You yes. know. And that's uh, I always show up early. Well, that's what a great first tip for intern Andy, who's here today. Hi, Andy. Hi. Not to por- perform Hi, any service, but really just to get a lesson on being good intern because Ross now. Judge on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Yes. Bang. That could be you. You I, were on House Hunters. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Days. Of Our Lives. Yes. I played Chris on Days of Our Lives. Kabloomy. Mm-hmm. And so. I mean, we don't want to keep exploding you with all these sounds, but Andy, the guy's done a lot. And every time I check in with you, it's like, what are you doing? And what do you say, Andy? 
Usually there's not not a whole lot going on. Yeah, not a whole lot going on. <laughs> you, but you're lucky, Andy, because, you know, you get to show up, you can dress like that. We When we were an intern, you know, when I was doing it, mm-hmm. I had to be presentable, on time, uh, plight. I couldn't wear my hair like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is good for you. I think this is a nice place. They obviously don't care about your potential or even your future. And I think that's great. It frees you up. It takes the pressure off. I can't wait to learn. I'm really excited. Well, okay. well, we asked, we, asked you, we asked you to come with some good questions, and I see you just feel like you have memorized them. Uh, because yes, I don't see no piece of paper, no or... no no note taking apparatus whatsoever. But that can be a good thing, you know. He worked. You worked hard on this at home and prepped and re- memorized it all. Yeah, it's all from the heart. It's all you know. Uh, it's all internal. So then I let's feel like start. It's more... be, let's start with questions. Was that a joke? I'm sorry. It's, it's all internal. Was that were you, was that a joke? Was that a play on the word on intern? intern? Do you do you think that's funny? Well, I, I, I don't, but I'd have to check with Hayes. I mean, sometimes he gets things that I don't necessarily get. I would have to know if it was a joke first. I don't want to say something's funny and then be told that it wasn't a joke. That it was something very serious. Yes, I've laughed at things that were meant to be serious before, and it's gotten me in a spot of hot water a time or two. I'd like to say something before we get into Andy's formal questions. Uh-huh. I, now, I've heard that at the Jay Lego show, if you were to show up with your hair like this or dressed like this. It's a pretty strict show. What kind of punishments would you be forced to do? And maybe that'll give us some ideas for how to discipline Andy. Uh, well, yeah, and it's not just at uh, Leno. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it sounds so weird to me when you say that. I guess it's my accent. It must be from yeah. different parts of the country. Um, but I don't think it's just there. I think it's you know kind of universal that you at couldn't, any job, you, right? You couldn't show up looking like this. Mm. Or yeah, it's Universal that. Studios as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. NBC Universal, yeah, yeah. Or Jay which is where that, yeah, which is where the show happened. So that seems like kind of the same happened. all well, like, over it. Yeah, right. Any, anyway, well, I don't know what kind of punishment. I never did it. I would never dream. So right. I, and none of the people who were there. I think once you earn a spot at that level, you kind of know not to make mistakes. Like so literally, not a single person working there would have ever done one of the many things we've listed off as things that are wrong with Andy. That's interesting to know. That's interesting to know. But, you know, I think, you know, you should keep trying, Andy. Well, maybe that's what the questions will. Maybe some, Andy, somewhere yeah. in there will be uh, the, the magic spell. Give that, us one of these memorized questions. Well, one thing I was curious about, um, I know that you really, like, stood out to Jay and he really, like, you know, he he saw you potential in you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that will be a problem that I have a lot less energy and I'm a lot less articulate and, uh, you know, I'm just not as, like, uh, magnetic as you are. Good object lesson, let me say. In case you weren't aware of the problem he describes in the question, the way he does it shows you exactly what the problem is. Which is is great. I knew what you were asking before you even (laughs) said your third word, which I think is a skill, you know, and you should go with that. Okay. Great. Next question, please. Okay. Um, what what exactly is wrong with this shirt? You know, the shirt itself, there's nothing wrong with. You know, I'm sure when it was made in yes. the mid-'80s, it was at the height of fashion. 
And I think if you were to give it a new life with a an iron and maybe detergent, <laughs> I think it could be passable. And I hope that for you one day. I really do. And I think you can do it. Great. That's it's good to know you. someone believes in me. I, well, I didn't say that. Oh. I think you can do it. I don't know. He knows how can. easy it would be to do it. And seeing you as a human being who moves around, it's reasonable to assume that you might be able to. Because I'm saying because he has limbs, Mm -hmm. and I assume electricity, and those, I don't know, that's a good start. So I think he can do it. Yes. I also think he can do it. Okay. But I I don't have any confidence in him doing it. No, I don't think he can do it. I don't think he will. Yeah. (laughs) But I think he could, you know, he could do it. He could. He could. Yes, he could. Yeah, and that's enough. That's something. That's what it said when he was first, when he first sent us his CV, it says limbs on it under (laughs) Under special special skills. skills. Yeah. Well, he he knows, you know, what he is going for. He's got them. I mean, he wasn't lying. And that's half the battle, knowing what you have. He's got a bunch of them. So good for you, Andy. What's, what's, what's next? next? Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. No, you, please, Ross. All right, Andy, what's be. your next question? Well, I've been I've been interning here for about a, a year now, and I haven't actually done any work mm-hmm. so far. I haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that normal for interns, or is should I be doing something? Well, I was an intern behind the scenes for three months, and then they put me on television, and I got okay. to travel the world and interview the biggest stars. Uh in the country. And um, I don't know that you're on that sort of um, schedule, Mm. but you're on your own schedule at your own pace. I don't think you could survive that kind of schedule and trajectory. So I think this is the best one for you. Why don't we do, wouldn't it be interesting to just put Andy in a position where he could walk himself through an interview with a major star sure. like who was the biggest like a major- I'm sorry I thought he was interviewing a big star <laughs> uh, yes and I'm sorry. I felt the same way and I think Hayes probably thought that too and has just forgot for a second I was just right Hayes I was just going along with Ross's trademark humility I know you don't like to be referred to as a it's kind of like calling your mom ugly you know I can do it but if you call you know what I mean yes I'll I- I'll, I'll employ my trademark humility but maybe you shouldn't well, and uh, Andy's the stupid one here, and so <laughs> yes, let's point it all back at him. That and, shirt, and, and can you believe that shirt? And if some splashes off on the Cody, that's okay as well. <laughs> so, wh- who who was who was the biggest number oh, one? I mean, they're all. I mean, I've interviewed just about anyone you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, from um, royalty to Oscar winners and everybody in between. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow was a big one. Mm-hmm. She's both yeah. <laughs> royalty and an Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how about that, Andy? What 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 kind of questions would you ask Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow? Paltrow? Say I'm say already hi. Hi, Gwyneth. Hi. Um, when you won your Oscar for Country Strong, yeah, really, yeah, that um did. You got that one right so far, so yeah. good. Um, what what type of guitar did you use in that movie? Great question. I used an acoustic guitar, and I think that's why I won the Oscar. Yeah, it's more organic. Can I just jump in? What's going to be a problem in a lot of interviews of this nature, you may have noticed, is horniness. Yeah. <laughs> Even in a... I, e- even in a yeah, simulated. even in a pretend environment, and because I'm not even Gwyneth Paltrow, 
Yes. And I'm sitting across from him, and suddenly it like shifted. There was a definite sexual energy. Yes, there's a very Randy energy that comes out of Andy anytime he's presented with the concept of yeah. speaking with anyone. I wonder might want to have sex with. I wonder if it's just celebrity. Like, let's try Morgan Freeman. Okay, let's see. Hi, Morgan. Have you won an Oscar? I have won an Oscar. Um, For um, driving Miss Daisy. Uh huh. Good. What? uh, (laughs) Did you have a beard in that movie? You know, I uh, I it went through a lot. It was a you know went through some uh, different decades, and I believe hmm. at a certain point I might have had some facial hair. Uh, Ron, but, but, I have to stop you. I, yeah. Do you I, feel I, it I again? Know, I, I don't and, know if we can air your answer because the question's so obscene, <laughs> and it's nothing in the words. I it's tried. all subtext. I know. And the and just for the listeners at home. The slow slipping of your hand under your belt buckle. <laughs> You ask that question. Uh, I don't see what what that motion has anything to do with I don't know. the and movies or anything like that. And the that. spit bubbles when I was talking. <laughs> yeah, there's a sort that of there's a weird. sort of bubbling drool, and they it, float. They actually release from his mouth and float in the air. And I focused on his one free hand for fear that I would see where the other one went, and I saw the knuckles go stark white as he gripped the table. <laughs> So tightly during the question asking that I just thought, what intense thing is happening for this? Can man? I can I just point out though my acting that none of that distracted me that I stayed in character yes. as Morgan Freeman for Un- throughout that yes. real you reacted exactly as he would have been yes. in that situation, which is as a total professional. Thank Both you. yes, G- Gwyneth and Morgan were class acts. Thank you, and you really brought that through. Thank you. I'm honored by that. Thank you. And well, and we're and we're honored to be a party to it. And we'd heard, okay, this guy doesn't just do podcasts. This guy wasn't just an intern who then interviewed. This guy can act. Yeah, <laughs> thank that's you. That's what we're seeing. Thank you, Andy. If you'd like to do something so much, if you're so desperate to do work, maybe you can get the sound cable for me, and sure. uh, just I'd reach over and pull out the sound cable, and then we'll put it in yeah. the computer. And okay, then um, Sean's going to prepare you, Ross, for what you're um, about to. To hear. So this is a segment, and I hope you're not tired of questions because uh, depends who's asking. Yeah. Well. Know. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. No. <laughs> sure. Andy is shut down. Um, uh, so we do a segment, and it's got a great name, and the name is it's called the Popcorn Gallery. And what does that mean? Uh, well, the Peanut Gallery is something where people who had bought the cheapest seats in the theater were able to chime in in certain ways uh, when they were watching a piece of work, uh, theatrical work. Uh, but we talk about movies, and at movies, you don't eat peanuts, do you? What do you eat, Ross? Pop- I eat popcorn. Popcorn, great. So, Popcorn Gallery, and so people are asking questions from the gallery, the cheap seats, so to speak, which is the internet for this show. And Hayes, uh, do you have more to add to this? Uh, There's an issue with the internet connection, so I don't believe we are going to be hearing the song, but you probably have a good Let me guess who hooked up the internet. Am I right? (sighs) Uh, And he pointed at Andy, and he's right. (laughs) I I don't mean to point you out, but, uh, you know, I just assumed. It's true. Well... Well, so we'll get some. We got the questions anyway. We don't need the song. Yeah, to if you want, do you want to do a quick piece of the song? Andy had nothing. Andy, to do can with you do it. that? Yeah, 
Yeah, it go. It's uh, the popcorn gallery. It's time for it. Sean and Hayes do the questions. Yeah, that's not it's bad. It's called Peanut. It's good, right? In yeah. Andy's defense, oh, that's not bad. That's it's about that's pretty good. Well, the song yeah, is so good. So the popcorn. That the sort of anti charisma that, <laughs> that Andy brings to the table. It, it becomes Can't touch the song. Yeah. It becomes not bad. The quality of the song speaks to the song. Yes. All right. Here, let's reach into the popcorn bag and get a question. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll play the sound drop now. Um, mm-hmm. It can be a little disconcerting. Um, these sound drops are someone reaching into a popcorn bag, <laughs> pulling out an object which represents the question. Then you hear the question. These are emailed to me or mailed to me uh, every week by my high school friend Mark, who has a job pushing dumpsters into one another in my hometown. <laughs> It's uh, Andy's shirt receipt. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like, okay. Here's a question from No Horseman. All right. He asks, hi, Ross. You were a restaurant patron on Days of Our Lives. What was Crafty like on that set? Oh, that's a good question. I mean... I didn't even remember that I was in a restaurant scene. Uh, we didn't eat. There was no food. Uh, it's but that's the challenge in acting. You know, yes, it's like because they wanted you to be hungry to be the restaurant guy. No, uh, I'm talking about not eating food, when, like looking like you're eating when you're not eating. That's like you're oh. acting like you're eating, but there's no. Where do you move the breadstick behind your head, like to the side of your head? <laughs> yeah, and as if you're munching it. Yeah, but try it without a breadstick. <laughs> Whoa! But that's okay. not everyone can do it. That's why I was there. That's why I was mm-hmm. doing it. So that was cool. And um, you know, it's at NBC. It was where um, Leno. Are you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Hmm? Leno. When you say, are you trying to say Lego? It's, I I say I feel like I'm saying it, but you don't hear it. I worry that this was like a joke on you on the show, mm-hmm. oh, God. and that it's Typical. maybe been rolling all the way up to this very day. I don't know. I thought it the whole time. Anyway, so it was next. Uh, that studio was next to Days of Our Lives, and so the um, the food was really the NBC commissary, and I would always get the same thing. Um, mm. What was was it the thing named after you? Yeah, yeah I get the Ross. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what is that? Many it's pork used five different ways. Ah, yes. And what are those ways? You have the bacon. Okay. Uh the pork belly. Uh-huh. You have the pork shoulder. Yeah. Uh you have the uh it's a like a ground hoof. And then the chicharron. It's mm-hmm. the skin, but they fry it. And then wow. uh, that's all in a wrap and <laughs> I don't know. It's delicious. So it's healthy. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a sub sandwich. It's like a healthy. No, I like to watch. I like to watch Mm -hmm. it. What I, you know, when I put in my. Yes, when you're having five different pieces of pork, you're gonna want to have it in some sort of wrap. Was it a spinach wrap or was it straight pita? No, it was whole wheat. Whole wheat. Uh Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then there's just some sprouts and a like a veganese. How do you say it? Veganese. Oh, it's Lego. I feel like everything I say is wrong now. You no, guys have me feeling like I'm saying no, Ross. No, no, we love. We always order the Ross. Now you're looking at your. Is that the, an Apple Watch? Yeah, I, I'm not being rude. I just got a text. So no, no, I'm, no. I, yeah, not yeah. rude at all. It's just we're such gadget freaks here, and mm-hmm. we love science, and we love innovation, and we're kind of 
nerds, to be honest. Oh, show me yours then. Let's. Could we do that thing where we? Um, this is the thing that I've been playing. The like this. I have the big one, the extra big one that I've been playing oh, with the all keyboard? the keyboards and stuff. On, and yes. I have the medium size one, of course. So, uh, oh, we. So yes, and it's the strap on mine is busted. I think from the size of it, the sheer size of it. You hold. You can hold yours up to your face. I don't think I can do that with mine. Yeah, I notice mm-hmm. yours can't open or close. It just has to be the same. Sorry, it was tapping my wrist to tell me things. You guys is, you, yours can do that too. I'm assuming. So. Mm, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. I think I turned that function off. Mine is portable for sure for at least a little while. Let's, Any more questions? Yes. Let's reach into the bag and get a, another question. <laughs> oh, it's uh, the tip Andy gave for his last haircut. <laughs> it's a fucking pine cone. <laughs> Andy, is this true what Mark's telling us in these sound drops? I didn't have the cash that day. I ran out. Okay. This question is from Houston or Houston. I was actually just in New York, and that's one of the things there. I roll. <laughs> right? That street, though, do you know about it? Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, which street? Hmm? Houston. What is the question? The question is. If the Emperor's New Clothes was retold in modern-day Hollyweird, who would you cast as the Emperor? Now, do you know this ancient story? It's fable tale. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's Nate- about a famous king. I who- know. <laughs> he said he knew it, Hayes. Okay, I just... You, he, Hayes loves... He's a bit of a raconteur, and uh, he loves any opportunity I to... I like to spin tales, but if you know it... Well, and he doesn't know... It. So it's okay. And he does it though. Yes. It's about a famous king who has a fancy gown. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. No, continue. Yeah, Ross, please. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> We're not sure we understand. It's crazy. It. So you can spoil it. It's crazy. There's this gown and the king's, I don't want, and then they get a new one and everyone's like. Brand new. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You've changed. The fit is yeah. extraordinary. Yes. So Nathan Lane. Oh, yes. Okay, as the emperor. A super talent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, imagine, triple, triple threat. Imagine him wearing those new clothes while he was hunting that mouse. That's the best whole, That's the best scene in the whole mm-hmm. musical. I, I have a suggestion, which is if somebody's getting new clothes, I think we should probably cast Andy. If that's, if that's what happens in this story, it seems like Andy could get some nice new fancy clothes. I don't know that you should. I don't know that in your position you should be. I feel like I haven't earned it. Talking about him that way. No, but it's impossible for me to screw up because. <laughs> All right. Because Andy's the guy who's bad, and we've said that already, and mm-hmm. uh, everything. If he's the one who's bad, then it must be me who's being good, right? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. I'm sorry, and that's on me. No, it's fine. That's my fault, it can you be guys. confusing. Andy throws everyone off a little bit. And I have a feeling that what part of the energy is uh, you have brought a woman with you yes. into the room, not knowing, and this is if you want to just introduce her, just to explain some of the weird energy that Andy's bringing. Well, my girlfriend's here. Yes. And, uh, um, and if we could just hear. If you could cover your ears, because yeah, uh, sure. uh, so you don't you know, hear a female voice. My girlfriend is; she doesn't like to talk. Yeah. Typical, sure. typical model. 
Like oh, only, yes. you know what I mean? It's uncomfortable. They want, they're so used to being in photographs that mm-hmm. the sound of their own voice frightens them. Yeah. They only want their image presented. Yeah. So anyway. So, yes. You, you had no way of knowing what that would do to, to, Andy. to Andy. I didn't. Yes. I did. No, I didn't. No. Yes. And um, it's awkward. Yeah. No. It's awkward. And she's uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable? No. She's fine. No. She's fine. Okay, great. Uh, and well, it's Cindy Crawford. So that's the most she's said since I've met her. Well, but the sex it, is unbelievable. Yes, yeah, so sex with models. I love it because I love the way they look, and it makes me turned on. Two perfect bodies coming together, mm-hmm. and that yes, and that's something nice too is to enjoy myself during that act. Yeah. One more in the bag. Okay, let's get in there. <laughs> It's popcorn kernels. Okay, so that was kind of a boring one. All he found in the bag was popcorn kernels. I thought he was going to find something else related to Andy or... You never know. Now, I have a question uh, from Jacob C. that could be a little disrespectful. That's fine. So this is from Jacob C. He says, Ross, what kind of lacquer did you use to get that sheen on Jay Lego's chin? And was it the same kind of lacquer you used on his cars and butt? God, um, we got. I think it. I think it was just plain old turtle wax. I think for all three. No, how dare! Just the car. I never touched the man. Honestly, I. You think you don't get success like this by sleeping your way to the top, Andy? So stop it. Sorry. But Ross, you must have this with some of your listeners where you can't be held responsible for all the crazy stuff they say. I mean, some of these questions we get. I, anybody in your audience? No, I mean, when anything? you're at my level, you don't really have to deal with this. Right. You get the good, yeah. the good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, <laughs> do you have an intern now? Uh, no, I, I have employees. Mm-hmm. That you pay? Yeah. Hmm. We'll let that sink in. We um, can't let Andy know about money. Oh, he doesn't know money exists. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Let me so go back. Just rewind. So like, the, just, just, he didn't hear it. Okay. I pay my employees with the gift of my presence. Yes. Good. And a Good. chair. Yes. And pine cones. And when they're good, I give them... Pine cones. So, Andy. Yeah, it sounds pretty standard to me. <laughs> well, Ross, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us and uh, teaching the little man here. Listen, I think what you're doing for him is great. And I think that if it weren't, I'm going to get emotional, but if it weren't for what you guys do, where would Andy be? Yes. Yeah. And, and um, that makes me emotional too. It makes me very angry. <laughs> Well, that's an emotion. Yes. I think, why am I wasting my time with this jerk? Andy doesn't know anything, and he's never going to learn. But also, sometimes that anger can be useful, and it'll propel me to get home faster to Steffi and the kids, you know? Steffi and the kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, that's great. Good Steffi, for you. Steffi Graf? Steffi Graf. Yeah. Have you, you, did you meet? Was it a couples class? 
Uh, no, oh, no, this is she was not in the bagel class. No, but Steffi knows my girlfriend, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which we didn't know in the bagel class until afterwards. And that's just one of those that's crazy fun. things life throws your way. Well, it feels like a big city, but when you get down to it, it's, it's so a small, small town. It's so small. It is a small town. It is. Yeah. It's a small world. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, please rate us on iTunes and you be on the forums and um, oh, great. Right. And then um, can you tell can you tell them to hey Andy? Why don't you do it? Oh, yeah. why don't you tell them? And you're gonna do you're gonna do a good job. Yeah. Tell this is it. I want you to impress me. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, I've taught you a lot today, and I want you to use what I taught you to nail this. Okay. Tell the people about my podcast and how they can find it. Go. All right, everybody, check out Talking Straight yes. with Ross Matthews at Are you kidding me? TalkingStraight.com and, really and on iTunes. Uh, Are you serious? And make sure to give it five stars and a good a Are review. Are you kidding me with I'm this? I'm so sorry about this. Thanks for listening. And it seems my, like the title of my podcast sort. references a Dolly Parton movie. Okay, Straight know, Talk. Straight, straight Talk with Ross. Straight Talk with Ross.com. Straight Talk on, with Ross on iTunes. It's free. I said oh. that when we when I got in here. You're supposed to talk about how it's free. It doesn't cost any pine cones. It's like who? How, it's like what? Who is it like? Doctor Laura, right? Right. But mm-hmm. what? Doctor Laura, but gay. <laughs> Jesus. My Christ girlfriend is here. His what? girlfriend's right in front of you. You've been slobbering all over her since she walked in the door. Jesus, Andy, it's it's less judgmental, right? You guys Ross? need to think about this. He is a reflection of you. No, so when I he leave is here, not. When I leave here, Ross, don't joke, okay? He's like one of those inverse reflections, honestly, like a mirror where it makes you look like you're a black guy. I came guy. in here to be nice. You know what the I mean? The headphones are off. They're not going back I on. Came I don't to be think. Nice, and this is what you give me. And we want, and we also wanted to be nice. We're, it's actually a very nice show, and we're actually very smart, funny, nice, cool guys, and people always think that. And it's just Andy that has We were it. so close to being out. I was God. I was three quarters of the way through. It was the home run stretch. Do you guys validate? Oh, you're going to hate this answer. <laughs> <laughs> Steve H. got the pro version. Uh, and uh, what's his prize? Oh, um, I don't know. A new intern. Uh, you know what, Steve H., uh, do we know anything about him? Because um, maybe Ross could give a good piece of advice like he does for all the people on he, his He's show. got a kid, yeah. He's he, got a kid. Do you have any child raising child tips? Rearing? Yeah, I've raised, like, I've, yes. Uh, you know, don't reward bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're having a hissy fit, just let them scream it out. It will get better. What are you saying, Cody? We're supposed to do these donor shout-outs right no, now? I'm just trying to remind you to, uh, to not forget to do that. Do we have donor shout-outs? Let's yeah. go back and do it in the... Um, yeah, we'll do it in the ad space, can't we? In the middle. Okay. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com.
EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a headgum podcast.